0: At SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Well, thanks for that, and my name is Ashraf Gardner. Indeed, we talk uh, brand communications, media, marketing, all that sort of thing for the next two hours, and uh, I'd love it if you're a part of the show, and you can do that, a, by listening, obviously, but many other ways to engage. Do that on air, quick, short, sharp calls, most welcome, relevant to the discussion at the time. You can do that by calling into 0891 104207. 0891 104207 you can SMS as well to 3471 then you have tweeting options at Ashraf Garda you can also tweet to, at S F M Radio and you can post comments on my Facebook page as well as the S F M Radio Facebook page and have a look out certainly on my Twitter and uh, Facebook feeds because we posted some adverts that we will certainly be talking about later on including the OLX uh, that online one of course the Afrikaans uh, advert uh, which is about uh, well the two comedians you listen out for that so check it out give me your thoughts about it we'll certainly chat about that later there's lots to come Including, amongst many other things, a chat uh, with uh, Steve Martin The global CEO of uh, MNC Saatchi Sport and Entertainment Lots of uh, thoughts he's put into discussing was in South Africa recently About sports sponsorship in this country and worldwide So don't miss that But let's start with probably something very, very current, very topical In the light of the fact that we had Women's Day uh, on, on Friday And we are very much in celebrating Women's Month Which is a very important issue Just to... Women in the media, all aspects of them, one is, uh, you know, just how represented are they, are, are they in terms of discussion, uh, in terms of the type of content, when they are finally portrayed positively, negatively, or rather neutral compared to the, the male counterparts. Now what about me, women, in fact, working in the media and then women in terms of ownership of the media all those type of things we're going to be talking about and i think you'll find that really fascinating we we'll start with that right away in fact so i've got two guests minette and is with me a researcher at uh, media tennis south africa minette, good chatting to you hi hi
1: thanks it's for having me it's
0: a pleasure we also have on the line uh... who's a media program manager at uh... gender links uh, good chatting to you hi uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very good indeed. Right. So let's get into it right away. But let's get started with you only because Media Ten, in fact, has, has produced a document uh, talking about these type of things. I mean, in broad strokes, what's what's come out of it?
1: So basically, we're a media research firm mm-hmm. and we do media analysis. So. The report that we produced is called A Women's in a Man's or A Woman in a Man's World. And the idea behind it is we just wanted to see how are women being represented, are they represented in the media, what's being said about them, who are the top protagonists, mm-hmm. things like that.
0: And, and just that, that statement, women in a man's world, rather provocative, isn't it? It almost <laughs> comes from that position that women need to fit into this man's media world.
1: Well, that came after the research, actually, um, because initially you'd think. Women and men are fairly equally represented in the media. Mm. But it turns out that's not the case at all. So I figured the women in the media are effectively women in a man's world.
0: Okay, we'll talk about some of the content in a second. But just for now, there's just one thing that's emerged from the research that that you'd like to bring up now. What would that be?
1: Well, I think the key finding here is that women are very underrepresented in the media, both South African media and in international media. Mm -hmm. Uh, We looked at six television um, news programs in South Africa, and we found that only 14% of the protagonists in those programs are females. And ironically enough, we found the exact same 14% in international media. So I think that mm. really is the key finding. And then linked to that is the fact that the women that are actually represented in the media um, are often very negatively portrayed.
0: Is it? Okay, we'll talk about we'll talk about that. Let me invite yeah. callers as well. Just your thoughts about women in the media, in terms of uh, numbers of representation, but how they're also portrayed. So we're talking about coverage of media news. But at the same time, I think what will come through is just women who are... Working in the media. Oh eight nine one one zero four two oh seven. So, Concepción Global, with me from Gender Links. Well, What are your thoughts, just in terms of? Uh, well, you've heard that initial comment from Manette Nevaud, but your thoughts in terms of how women are in fact represented in the media?
2: Uh, thank you. Yes, I think uh, what the researcher has just said. Uh, sorry, I I didn't get her name. Uh, but I just want to echo what she just said. Uh, the results that uh, she is bringing out they are similar to the results of the Gender and Media Progress Study, the study that was just done by Gender things in 2010, and it showed that women are underrepresented in the media, like she's saying, but particularly when it comes to voice, when it comes to who is speaking in the media. We realize that in South Africa, 80% of the people that talk in news content are men, and women make up just 20% of sources. But then the funny thing is when you look at images, women appear slightly more than they do uh, as sources. They make up around 28% of images, so it means they have seen more and they speak less. And, and any
0: reason for that? <laughs>
2: um, uh, I really, I don't want to speculate, but uh, I think it has something to do with uh, the media having this interest in women's appearance, you know, the, the beauty that comes with being a woman, and mm. that's mm. why you tend to see them more, especially in television and in print media. Uh, like, you look at a news story, you see that there are no female forces, but you look at the picture, sometimes going with the story, like if it's an event or a function you know, you find that in the images
0: there are women there. Okay, quite, quite interesting. Let me go back to uh, Minnet Nivots from uh, Media Ten in South Africa. So, okay, if we're saying that that number is 14%, uh, did you guys then spend time analysing why 14%? If it's similar here, it's around the world.
1: Well, I think um, one of the interesting things that Sikon just brought up is mm. that idea of a woman should be seen and not heard, mm, almost. Mm, mm. So I think that's definitely an aspect that plays in. Although, I mean... I'm not a journalist myself. I can't mm-hmm. say why people tend to focus on more perhaps male-centric stories. You know, you could pro- perhaps make a case to say that it has more to do with what men are doing, that men um, are perhaps more newsworthy. But I think that would be a very weak case to make. I yeah, don't think certainly. there's a lot of substance. To is, that. is it a
0: case? And, and again, we are speculating that in fact there's a perception that more men buy media. That means they, they physically when they say buy they choose TV programs to watch in a household and say that's what we're going to be watching or they would buy the newspaper, they would buy the magazines as, as a number and therefore they, uh, the media, in fact, is delivering to that customer.
1: Right, so what you're saying basically is that men consume media more and so the media is more focused at the mm, male audience. Mm, mm. Well, I think, you know, that... There could be truth to it. I'm not quite sure, you know, who exactly consumes what media. Mm-hmm. But the point is, though, that I think that would be, again, a very far-reaching argument to make. I don't think that is really
0: the case. Okay. Y- your thoughts on, on, on that, uh, um, uh
1: In our
2: interviews with most media people, they say that women are reluctant to speak to the media. So is this problematic relationship between women and the media. And... Um, But the funny thing is when you speak to women, they say the media doesn't come to them, you know, so I don't really know why the media prefers to talk to men, especially now looking at the fact that there are more women, you know, in the top positions in the country. Uh, women in industries, women now in uh, previously mm-hmm. male-dominated fields. You know, so I don't really understand why the relationship between women and the media is still problematic. But I think I would still speculate and say that maybe it's the stereotypical way that women are mostly represented by the media that makes most women, you know, worry in their dealings with the media.
0: Mm. And, and Manette, in terms of how women are represented, so so when they do get represented in this fourteen percent, typically what sort of issues? Uh, around women are, are talked Or written about?
1: Well, um, that depends a lot uh, We look more specifically at the Protagonist, so mm. for example One of the main protagonists in South African media Or female protagonists was Ria Payeja mm. Now mm. we're all aware of the Volume Commission and her role and all yes. of that So there is definitely a case to be Made in terms of It's, it's topical that um, Women are being focused on, but also You know, I do think there's a whole uh, sphere of of information that's not coming through. Mm.
0: Not coming because through. what's interesting in a case like hers, Riya Piyache, it, it's not so much because she's a woman or she's she's got women's issues. It's because mm. of her position as the, as the police commissioner. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it could have been anybody else in that position. That doesn't necessarily. So even if she's got great airtime, uh, I think Dina Pula would be in the same in the, in the mm. next couple of weeks as well. It's simply because of the position, not because it's an effort actually made to say, let's let's cover more women's issues, right?
1: But I do think that is, to some extent, actually a good thing, because you don't want that notion of tokenism. Hmm. You don't want to represent or to have women in the media just because they're a woman. If someone's climbing Mount Everest, you don't want the story to be, it's a woman climbing Mount Everest. You want it to be, it's because of a good cause or you know, if this person has a handicap and they're doing it in spite of it. So you don't want tokenism. So in that regard, I think it is it is a good thing. But then again, often women can sometimes be portrayed as as vulnerable or victimized almost. And that's one of the things we picked up in the case of Riva Stiancum, who was also um, quite a major newsmaker mm-hmm. in this um, past six or seven months. And really not for the right reasons. Very few people were saying, you know, she was an up-and-coming model, her career was picking off, off, and she was really doing some amazing things. You no, know, people were much more focused on the fact that she was murdered, etc., etc. And I don't mean to speak poorly about the deceased. Mm. So yeah. I mean that in a very respectful way.
0: Yeah, of course. Right, 0891-10427. Oh, one, one, oh, Fascinating discussion about how women, in fact, are portrayed in the media. And, and uh, the flip side of that is uh, the issue of media ownership and uh, women working in the media. to Yes, you've just heard the voice of Minette Nivot, who is a researcher at uh, Media Ten South Africa. We also have from Gender Links at uh, kwazulu and I'll look at some of the SMSs too: three four seven oh one, three four seven oh one. If you have any thoughts on that, and just by the way, just while we're talking about it, so women in the media, in terms of those working in the media or owning media, or you find it come across superbly in the media but that you would like to um, just bring to our attention, you can do that in all those ways I've mentioned, Twitter, calling in as well as via SMS. Uh, Scrutina, your thoughts then in terms of, of the type of content? You know, how, how women are portrayed?
2: Yeah, um, I, I, I just um, I just wonder if you look at the coverage that's being given to the National Police Commissioner Ria mm. Piega, if one did a comparison between the the coverage that was given to the former commissioners Deggy equally and others i wonder what sort of results one would come up with but since that study hasn't been done if there's a question that i have in my mind but then i'd like to say that in most cases where women appear in the media in content they appear in a limited range of roles you know and uh, in stereotypical um roles Uh, i'll just refer to the gender and media progress study again looking at the sort of uh topics or occupations that women really feature in uh, as beauty contestants, mm. that's mm. where they top, you know, the, the beauty queens, you know, I don't know whether it's beauty with brains or it's just beauty, they make up 67% of those and then as business people, only 14%, you know, so I'm just trying to show the the the, the, the disparity, you know, when it comes to these light beats, light, um, these, uh, these uh, beauty contestants, you see more women than when it comes to tough things Mm, like business, mm. then you see men and then government officials, only 23% of women, yet we have so many women as government officials and then homemakers, 78% Mm, and
0: mm, the mm. question
2: is, is that where women dominate in South Africa? Is that the reality that we're seeing in South Africa now?
0: What's interesting about that is, and this is in light of the fact that having just celebrated Women's Day, we're all aware that and I'm very clear about it, that in terms of South Africa's and politics, I think women have played a huge, huge role, not just now in the new South mm-hmm, Africa. Mm-hmm. Certainly, if you go back to, you know, that famous day of August uh, 9, all those years ago. But, but, yeah, but, but many others as well have played significant roles. So women, in fact, have been in very, very strong positions of leadership, even mm-hmm. in terms of party politics, mm-hmm. opposing, say, the apartheid system, right?
2: Yes, I have, I linked to Women's Day that you spoke about just now, uh, I'd like to say that the media coverage that you see is event-based, you know. When it's around Women's Day, it's around Mother's mm. Day and that kind of thing, that's when you see a lot of women featuring the 16 days of activism. But then throughout the year there seems to be this uh, absence of women in the media.
0: Mm. Do you agree with that? That, uh, it's, um, that It's been a big issue that, you know, there's a flood of information around Women's Month. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we must have women's stories. We must interview 20 women over the next 20 days or whatever. Uh Do you you think that that's the right thing? Let's let's get my views first. Do you think that that's the right approach because at least it gives them bumper coverage or it's better than nothing or in fact (laughs) it is tokenism as you probably suggested earlier on?
1: Well, again, it's difficult to say, Mm. but I think it really does border on tokenism. But, you know, the argument can be made, is that better than nothing? Is it better than just to ignore it? You know, classic feminist research sort of suggests that women are portrayed as the other. So women are sort of seen, if men are, for example, strong, women are seen as as weak. So they become the opposite. And I think when you celebrate Women's Month by now focusing only on issues related to women, mm-hmm, you know, right. that does sort of border on that, you know, patronising almost, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a way of portraying women.
0: Well, then d- do you think, therefore, Cecilia, that that will not change unless? The representation of women in positions of leadership changes. Now, I think the numbers are significant. You know, we besides uh, the ANC and of course we've got uh, now a South African who's just joined uh, the UN. Besides the previous ones we've had as well. Uh, so there's been many examples like that, of course. And we have a South African woman who heads the African Union uh, Commission as well. So that certainly uh, goes on. But, but I mean, do you think that overall does the media simply reflect the reality, which is that women are talked about far less in terms of their influence and if that number is about 14%, that's just the way it is and it needs somebody else to change it for the media to project it otherwise or should the media take up a position of leadership and change perceptions themselves?
2: Yeah, I think the media should first understand what role, what its role is in society. It's not just there to inform us, but it sets the agenda. You know, it, influence, it influences opinion and shapes the way that people view things. So I think the media should really take up that position to show us that gender dynamics are changing in South Africa. It's unlike in the past where women were not present in these roles, but where they are there now – Let's profile them, and we are not just asking to see women just to balance the numbers, but we want women of substance and women who are are shaping the discourse that's happening out there, and they are there. And then linked to that, I also want to say a critical mass of women in the media houses themselves will ultimately lead to a change in the way that the media uh, represents women and uh, treats gender is a bit you know in news content and in programming and that kind of, of a thing um the glass ceiling research that we did a few years ago it showed that compared to other countries in the region south africa has a critical mass of women in the media close to 50 percent, you know but then the, the 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 problem is that these women are not in decision making you know they make up just 25 percent of those that are making the decisions even if uh, the journalists write stories maybe that uh, uh, put women out there when it comes to who makes the decisions on which story goes in what kind of program goes out there, you know the women don't make these decisions so mm. if we see the change in institutional practice then ultimately this change will reflect in content
0: I tell you what, I'd love to do a study of the type of guests we have, not on just on this show, but certainly even the, the talk shows I do during the week. I have a sense that we speak to many, many women, and, and there's almost no thought uh, there for a minute about saying, you know, we're speaking to her because she's a woman. We're speaking to her because she actually has something very important to say. I'm looking at a list of people that you looked at, the protagonists, right? Uh, have you done a similar list in terms of, of, of men and, you know, in, in some of the positions and how they've come across?
1: Well, I think firstly, what I need to just say in the report, we only looked at the female protagonist, mm-hmm. but when we looked at both male and female protagonists i can 't remember the exact amount, but like something like the first twenty were only male protagonists mm-hmm. and typically, strong people coming through are people like the president and um trade unionists and people like that so um there's definitely a valuable case to be made in terms of the media is reflecting reality, there are lots of strong male figures in our society as well, and they are being reported Mm -hmm. on, and some of them more positively, some of them more negatively, but I would say um, in terms of strong male leadership or role model figures, they are definitely portrayed slightly more positively than women.
0: I just really remember, Becky, earlier at the time, uh, on the cover of... um, the Destiny Man magazine, but certainly someone like Tulip Morancella, I'm just looking at a picture of her now. She was, she has been portrayed over the last good over the last couple of years, very, very positively indeed. Now, now, what then are your thoughts about uh, you know? You've made if, if the world average is around 14%, right? Are there are there countries where that figure so it's either regions or countries where the figure is significantly lower, and conversely, are there regions where for whatever reason they are significantly higher than that average? And well, if so, why you know?
1: Yeah, the regions that we looked at, uh, we didn't see very significant changes to that figure, except in Asia, where we see about a 7 to 93% split there. But then in Western Europe, conversely, they seem to be doing a little bit better. Western Europe, the figure was 16 to 84%. And there again, you have very strong female leaders like Angela Merkel, who's been at the helm of the German, um, Government mm. for quite mm. a while now, mm-hmm. but even there, where you you see lots of women who are in very strong leadership roles, again a 16% representation isn't it's quite still dramatic. Very mm.
0: very low indeed. Yeah. Your your thoughts then in terms of um, in terms of, of women, let's say in South African media, women working in in, in the media industry. Now, yeah, I can speak. From my experience, I just think there are so many women who work, uh, let's say, at the SABC in all different factors and and they do fantastic work. What what are your thoughts across the board, women working the media beat, whether it's radio, TV, newspapers, etc.? Yeah,
2: I think uh, we have... uh Quite a number of powerful women that are working in the media. People like Ferial Hafaji, you know, the work she did with the Malian Guardian and uh, Mm -hmm. NCD Press now. Uh, anchors of, um, SABC, Portia Kobue, you know, I know she has left that show. But then we have quite a, a number of women who have tried to make a difference in the, in the media. And what they have shown is that, uh, they are not just there you know, just to fulfill the numbers, but they have something to contribute, you know, and I think that is very commendable. And then there is quite a... um a a critical mass of young women that are coming up in the ranks as well, and uh, they're doing a a lot of good work. But then women should also realize that being in the media, working with men, it doesn't mean that they have to be treated with uh, kid gloves, you know, given special treatment. They also have to work like their male counterparts and prove themselves, you know, and they will not get to those positions of authority without... making a meaningful contribution and proving themselves in, the, in their field of work.
0: Mm. Your, your thoughts on that, women working in media, Minette?
1: Well, I completely mm. agree with, um, you know, don't treat women with the proverbial kid gloves just because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. I totally agree that women have to, you know, they have to carry their weight and mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. do their part. But that being said, I do think there are women who are movers and shakers in especially the South African media industry. So... There is a good case in terms of women are, they are there. In that sense, I don't think the media representation study is reflecting reality, because mm, mm. there are the women who, are, who really Indeed. are doing. I'm just
0: thinking at the top of my head, mm-hmm. um, Angela Quintal is going to be involved in the Mail and Guardian, Felix you mentioned already City Press, and, and the Sunday Times uh, has got Felicia Opel, who's, who's the head there, and, and all, just by the way, happen to be women, of three of the most significant newspapers in the country.
1: Yeah, and then you also see lots of very prominent female journalists, like, um, Deborah Pata, for example, mm-hmm. Carol Payton. So, again, I don't think it's a case of women not being there. There is not, um, you know, nothing to report on in terms of women's issues, but it doesn't have to be a tokenist um, style of approach, you know, don't just report on her because she's a woman. And also, you don't necessarily expect a female journalist to be, you know, representing female issues. She should be representing the issues that are important, that are topical. Okay, and that's a good living. point you bring
0: up. And I think let's get the gender links answer on that. I mean, there is a sense often that people say, well, if it's a very sensitive women's issue, then we want a woman to cover that story. I mean, do you think that's not wrong? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think the question that I have is I wonder what people mean by women's
0: issues mm-hmm. you know uh
2: when we when we talk about coverage of uh of gender for me, I don't want to refer to it as women's issues, but I, I want to talk about it uh, in terms of gender and gender is about men and women, and when we look at a certain issue, you don't need to have um um, I'm trying to think of an example of a women's issue, maybe sanitary pads or something, you know. I, I don't want mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. gender in that light, but I want to look at business and say, how does it affect women? How does it affect men? When you take a topic like education, how does it affect the girl child? How does it affect the boy child? So I don't want to to, to, to alienate and say this is specifically about women. It's about issues, whether it's politics, whether it's business, and saying how does it affect the ordinary woman? How does it uh, affect the ordinary men because the danger that we have is once we say women, men uh, start asking us, why are you talking about women's issues only, how about men's issues, you know, so gender is all encompassing and it covers the two sexes
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, would you then say, that the if you look at the, the vast number of, of magazine programs, I'm not talking of new, just magazine programs on TV uh. and radio, and then the same of course with, with the, in terms of actual magazines, print magazines, but there are women's specialist magazines like there are men's ones, and I have a sense that women's ones outperform the male one, doesn't it say there is yeah. a market for for women-specific issues? Are that your thoughts?
1: Well, definitely. But you can also look at that and say, yes, but women are only interested in magazine-type programs mm-hmm. and not, for example, in hard news programs or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I completely agree with what Sekundile is saying. You know, it's not just a case of... Um, of Of women 's issues being you know handled by women, or again that juxtaposition of male versus female, I do think definitely it should be issues you know not women 's issues or men's issues, it should be issues mm-hmm. that that are being represented, and when there are important um female role models. Related to those issues, let's talk about them.
0: Well, maybe it'll be good to do a. I don't know whether you've done a, a more in-depth investigation into into specific media in South Africa and say, okay, this media house is doing it better than another. Have you guys gone to that level?
1: Um, no, not yet. Coming up next, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely. You're yeah. giving me a, a lot of interesting ideas here. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, well there you are. Well, what about you, Consuela? We've got about two minutes to go. Just your thoughts then, in terms of. The media ownership uh, with regards to, to women. That means uh, the names we've mentioned are involved in management. They don't necessarily own media. Kanye Blomo, very topical, by the way, is a media owner. Your thoughts in terms of the numbers of women who own media? And I think that number would even shrink far below that 14% we've been chatting about, right? Yes,
2: I, I think in terms of ownership in South Africa, most of the media houses are privately owned. Uh, and then we have the SABC, which is the, the national broadcaster. So I don't know of any uh, privately owned uh, newspapers run or owned by women. And when you look at community media, maybe there are very few. So women are not there in ownership. It's uh, mostly private corporations that own uh, the media in South Africa.
0: Mm, interesting. One. Okay, just your last thoughts on that, media ownership, minute.
1: Yeah um I think in the cases where you do see female media ownership it tends to centre around women's issues it tends to be you know female centred magazines and things like that so um, I don't think women are yet at the point where they're owning media and then setting their agenda, not specifically female agenda, mm, but, you mm, know, mm, a strong mm. newsworthy agenda.
0: Okay, so. well, let's see what comes out of this discussion and do the additional research and let me know what comes <laughs> out of it anyway. That's where we're going to leave it. Sikunzila, thanks so much for your time. Cecilia uh, Ndlovu yeah. is the Media Program Manager at Gender Links and the Minet Vote Research at Media Tennis South Africa. Appreciate your input as well, right?